You're listening to the Iconic Leader Podcast with Sarah Plowman, episode number five. Welcome to the Iconic Leader Podcast. I'm your host, life and business coach, Sarah Plowman, here to help you embrace your icon status while getting rich with ease and style. Let's fucking go. Hello, icons. I am sitting here Monday morning recording this for you, and I am feeling like a million bucks because I had such a productive weekend. I have recently decided that I wanted to practice more self-discipline. I'm really good about accomplishing things in my business, but there are other areas of my life like making my bed every day or organizing the linen closet that really hasn't been organized since I moved in here two years ago that were hanging over my head like I want to make my bed every morning. I want to organize that closet. I want to get this job done or check this off the list. And I just wasn't doing them. And I felt like those tasks had all this power over me. And I was starting to feel shame. And I just felt like it was so out of control that I like couldn't do anything about that. Now, obviously, I know that that's true. Not true. <laughs> I know it's not true. But that's a really uncomfortable feeling, right? And it's made up in our heads, but it still makes us feel like total shit. So I've decided to get more self-disciplined and just decide what I want to do and then just do the thing. And it sounds so simple and it is so simple, but sometimes it's really hard to get ourselves to just do the thing. So that's been my really simple motto is just do it or just don't do it. Another thing I wanted to be disciplined about was not eating sugar. So I'm on day eight of no sugar in my diet, no sugar from processed foods, like no added sugar and no natural sugars either. Like I'm not having any honey or maple syrup, no chocolate. The only sweet thing that I'm eating right now are uh, fresh organic berries. And so I've certainly had cravings for sugar lots of times over the last eight days, but I just tell myself, just don't do it. Just don't pick up the chocolate. Or I tell myself, just go clean the closet out right now. Just do it. And it has been so effective. And I got more done this weekend than in like any weekend I can remember for the past many, many months. So I am enjoying that feeling. And now what's interesting, so that feels really good, right? It feels really good to have my house be really clean. My fridge is stocked. I meal prepped for the week, like I batch cooked, really on top. My bed is made, you guys. My bed is made. I'm looking at it right now and it is made and it is beautiful. And so I've been enjoying the feeling all of that, but there's also some discomfort in it because today I have all this free time that I would normally fill up with either worrying about what I have to get done or scrambling around trying to get the things done. Like, oh, I've got to catch up on the laundry or I've got to go worry about how that closet isn't cleaned out or oh, I looked over at my bed and now I'm discouraged because I didn't make it again after I said I was going to make it this morning. I've just completely eliminated all of that through self-discipline and taking action this week and making it really simple for myself. And now I have all this extra time on my hands and my brain is freaked out. Like it does not know what to do with all this extra time and all these other things that 
<laughs> I've been procrastinating like, oh, it's time to record an episode of the podcast. Or like, oh, now there's this other project that I've been procrastinating for three years, whatever it is. I now have time and space to do that. So that's the 50-50 of getting what you want. There's always going to be an uncomfortable 50. Like, okay, I'm not eating sugar now and my body feels amazing and it looks amazing, but now what do I do? How do I soothe myself when I have that urge, right? It's the 50-50 that confronts us that maybe we weren't expecting when we get what we want. And it can sting sometimes. And I'm here to tell you that's okay. And it's still worth it to go for what you want, to accomplish your goals and dreams, whether we're talking about cleaning out that closet finally or building your million dollar business. It is so worth it. And who you become in the process is so worth it. The end result is so worth it. All that you learn about yourself and the friendships and the relationships that you build along the way is worth it. And all that free time that you've just opened up, you can use to create. So that is what I'm doing with this free time that I am freeing up by not eating sugar, not eating as much quite or as frequently, not having messes to clean up constantly, not having laundry that's always waiting to be done. I'm using that time to create, to create this podcast, to create meaningful experiences for my clients, to create new offers that are coming out very soon, two new ways to work with me at the end of August. I'm using that time to help my people and to move myself and my business forward. So free up your brain space and your time to create. One of the things that I hope you will create more of is clients. And I want to talk to you today about why your clients hire you, why you think they hire you, but why they actually hire you. When I was working on my website just a couple of months ago, I was looking, doing some research and looking at other coaches' websites, more for like an aesthetic and a like for the visuals, for kind of, I knew the vibe that I wanted, but just like format, layout, how they had their copy laid out, things like that. And something that really struck me is how many coaches market themselves as the expert. There's very much this vibe as of I'm the expert, I'm going to fix you, I've got it figured out, you've got problems, I have solutions. It doesn't matter what result they're talking about. It could be making money, losing weight, um, finding the love of your life, but it's very much this I'm the expert, you have a problem, I'm the solution kind of vibe. This vibe is very familiar to me, as I'm sure it is to you. We've all seen it. I have even marketed this way in the past, for sure. I remember when I was about to hit and then did hit my first 100K, and I did it in a relatively short period of time, 15 months, I really felt like a unicorn. I felt like I am something special, I have figured it out, and I am the solution. I still think that those things are true, but what's changed is my thoughts about my audience. I still think I'm a unicorn. I still think that I've figured something amazing out. I still think I have the solution. But now what's different is that I think the same thoughts about you. And back then, 
It's not that I didn't think you were great, my audience, my beloved icons. It's just that I thought you wouldn't hire me unless you thought that I had the solution to your problems. Plus, this was also what I saw in traditional marketing, right? This is what we're taught how to do, and we see it every single day all over Instagram. So I marketed myself like that. And what ended up happening is that I attracted people who had these beliefs. Sarah is the expert. Sarah's going to fix me. Sarah's got it figured out. I've got problems, and Sarah has solutions. Unfortunately, this way of thinking is setting both you and your client up for failure. Why? Because we are teaching our clients implicitly to look outside themselves for the answers, to look outside of themselves for their sense of authority and confidence and trust and wisdom when all of that has to come from within us. And I really noticed this in my business. I was positioning myself as the source for them, their source of belief. I used to use this phrase in my marketing, like borrow my belief. Borrow my belief while you're building your own. And that is something I still provide for my clients, right? We all have days where our belief is low, but I was really positioning myself as the crutch, right? Like I will provide enough belief for you because you don't believe in yourself and you can use mine because you can't create it for yourself. All those feelings that your clients want to feel, we can't create those feelings for them as their coaches. They have to create those feelings through their thoughts. And we can certainly help them do that, but we aren't the source. We aren't the creators of those feelings. That has to come from within. That is an inside job. I also noticed back then that I would have clients say, just tell me how, Sarah. Like, tell me exactly what to do. And I would resist that a little bit. And I would say, well, what do you want to do? And they would be like, I don't know. I want to know what you did because I want to know the right way to do it. And I want to know the way that's going to guarantee me success. And I would say, okay. Here's exactly what I did. And here's exactly what I want you to do. And they would say, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Right? They would not want to do it because it wasn't in alignment with who they are. And what I learned through that experience is that I am not the expert in your business. I am the expert at showing you your brain. And I can certainly tell you what I think will help you, what I'm seeing with my eyes and my wisdom and my experience will help you make money faster and feel better and help your clients more. Of course, I have opinions about all of that and I will happily share them with you. But you are the authority and my job is to help you see yourself as the authority, help you see yourself as the expert, help you see yourself as someone who doesn't have problems. You see things as it's working and how can I make it work better? I know what I want. How do I give it to myself? I know it's working How do I continue to trust that and show up from that belief? That's the vibe in my world now. And it is a really powerful, fun, expansive vibe to be in for both me and my clients. 
Okay, so maybe you're listening to this and you're like, yes, I'm on board. This makes sense to me. I guarantee you the next thing that's going to happen when you think about going to make your next post on social media is you're like, wait a minute. If I'm not the expert and if I'm not here to solve people's problems, if I don't have all the answers, why on earth are people hiring me? Yes, good question. Really worthwhile to ask and answer. And you're in good company. I went through this myself when I shifted from my job is to help people believe to my job is to speak to the woman who already believes and who trusts her intuition and who knows that she's the authority in her life and help her to embrace that identity even more than she already is. So I had to make a list for myself. Why on earth do people want to hire me if it's not to solve all their problems? So first, I recommend that you make that list for yourself. If you are not the solution to all of your people's problems, why would they still hire you? The second thing I want you to do is I want you to think about an application. If you have one, if you don't have one, let's think about the kind of application questions that will call this person in who sees themselves as an authority, who is already confident, who knows that you're not the solution to their problems because they don't have problems. They just want more of what's working and they just want to be in your energy. So I am on the second or third iteration of my application and I love it. And if you go to my website, you can go through my application. I encourage you to fill it out. I have so many people tell me that just filling out the application was either very triggering or transformative usually a combination of both, and feel free to steal my application questions. It's at my website, www.sarahplowmancoaching.com. You can take those questions and tweak them for your particular business, but you'll see that it's really it's really calling in someone who believes in themselves and sees things in their life and business as it's working. And I wanted to just read you some phrases. This is how the people who are applying to work with me for $30,000 for six months, okay? This is what they think about themselves. I'm an insanely effective coach, quote unquote. These are all quotes from my applications. My intuition is powerful and the more I trust, the better it gets. I'm super proud of what I create and teach. My coaching skills are top notch. I know with certainty that I am an excellent coach. I'm a great coach, powerful but loving. I double my income every year. I have my own magic. And then finally, I am a baller in all caps coach. I am a baller coach. Okay. These are not people who do not trust themselves. These are not people who don't believe in themselves. These are not people who are looking to external sources for confidence. And yet they are investing multiple five figures and yet they want a coach. They're choosing this. Why? Why on earth would someone want to invest at that level for mentorship when they feel that way about, when they don't have a problem that needs to be solved? Good question. The answer is because they want to. 
because they want to and they believe it will expand them in exactly the way they want to be expanded, that it is for them and their growth, both the price point and working with me in particular. Obviously, if this is your people we're talking about, they feel expanded by you in particular, by your special brand of magic something that nobody else can replicate, right? Because you plus the tools that you use and teach your clients does not exist anywhere else. I don't know. I don't care how many other coaches there are out in the world. I don't care how many people tell me that it's saturated with business coaches. We don't need another business coach. You plus the tools that you teach does not exist anywhere else on this planet. You are the only you. You are the only one who can teach what you teach with your unique wisdom and experience in the way that you teach it and the world needs you. And I think it's courageous, all of us making these investment decisions of who to work with from desire, right? And this is really how I've shifted on my consult calls, not here's how I'm gonna help you, here's how I'm gonna fix you, here's why I'm the solution to your problems, but rather, do you wanna work with me? Do you desire this? And will you give yourself your desire? If you desire to work with me, what's standing in your way? And are you willing to feel what it takes and do what it takes to give yourself what you want? Because today we're talking about giving yourself the desire of working with me as your coach. But tomorrow, after you've hired me, we're going to be talking about giving yourself the desire you have of your business, of the fame that you want, or the fortune that you want, or the the, the being up on stage that you want, helping the number of people that you want, right? It's that we could swap out circumstances all day long, but are you a person who knows what they want and is willing to give it to themselves and to feel the discomfort to do that, right? Because one, we are conditioned to think it is not okay for us to give ourselves what we want just because we want to. We are definitely not taught that that is okay, right? It's not okay. You have to have a reason and it has to make sense to everybody. People are not going to like it when you start doing things just because you want to. But your clients just want to be in your world. They want to have a mentor and they want that mentor to be you. So I went back to my applications and I have a question in there that asks why I am the perfect mentor. Why is Sarah the perfect mentor for you? And here is a sample of what people said. I need and want to be activated by Sarah. I think we're a lot alike. I think you've offered yourself more acceptance for some parts that I'm still ashamed of. Sarah exudes sexiness, confidence, and unapologetically expensive. Oh, I like that. This is a quote. I want some of that fairy dust. I want magic. I think our vibe is similar. I'm just hiding it a lot more. So notice how people want to be in the vibe, right? They're not looking for a solution. They're wanting to be in the energy. And they know that by being in this energy with me, they are giving themselves permission and the tools to be more themselves. That's the biggest shift. This is one of the biggest shifts I'm proud of, I'm most proud of in me, that 
I have shifted as a life and business coach over the past two and a half years of let me teach you how to be more like me because I'm so awesome to I'm so awesome that I can see how awesome you are and let me help you be more you. Because there is an infinite amount of awesomeness, my friends. There is an infinite amount of space to be taken up by how awesome we think we are. I used to be afraid to be honest about how great I thought I was. I have a really high opinion of myself. Pretty much all areas of my being. I think I'm awesome inside and outside. And I always have. And I used to be really embarrassed to let people see that because I thought if I let you see how awesome I was, that you would think that I thought I'm more awesome than you. And you follow me there? I was afraid people would think I was better than them if I had a high opinion of myself. Isn't that sad? So I had to think less of myself or at least appear that I did to try to protect everyone else's emotions around me as if there's only so much confidence or awesomeness to go around. That is a real lack mentality, my friends. And do you know what the result of that thinking was? I actually did feel in competition with other women because if there's only so much awesome to go around, I need to make sure I get mine. So I was competitive and I was worried about other people being quote unquote better than me. But I did the work to let all of that go. And I did the work to feel what I had to feel in order to be honest about how really amazing I think I am. To embrace that about me, my cockiness and my love of sharing, oversharing my life sometimes and my accomplishments. I learned to love that part of myself instead of shame her. And something magical happened. The more I became honest about that and lived my life out loud and was authentically me in all of my cocky braggadociousness, the more my capacity to see how awesome you are increased. Like begets like. I think I'm awesome allows me to see how awesome you are. And along with that, all trace of me wanting to turn you into me or be as awesome as me or be like Sarah evaporated. And now I'm free to just help you be the best version of yourself that you can be. And sure, I'll share my opinion with you, but I'm most interested in helping you know what your opinion is. I know my brain's awesome. So is yours. Let's unleash your beautiful brain and see what it has to say about this. Because you're the expert in your life and business, not me. I'm just here to help you peel back those layers of shame and embarrassment and wanting to hide away and shrink away from the world. I'm just here to help you reveal yourself to the world because the world needs you and the world wants you. And when you're willing to embrace that, when you're willing to let it be seen out loud by your friends and your family and your audience and your future clients and your clients, you are going to have so much more fun and you're going to call in the most amazing clients and build special, meaningful, wealthy relationships with them. And it's going to be some of the best work that you've ever done.
All right. So go be awesome. Go help your clients be awesome. And this is how we're changing the world. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you're ready to apply what you've learned to create mind-blowing results in your life and business, it's time to apply for private mentorship. You can do this in one of two ways. Come see me on Instagram at Sarah Plowman Coaching or go to my website, www.sarahplowmancoaching.com and apply for private coaching with me. I will see you there.